0: Evening prayer starts on page 22. If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people, pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all their sins, and serve thee with a quiet mind through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven.
1: As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
0: Praise ye the Lord.
1: The Lord's name be praised.
0: Psalm 93 is on page 457, and they we'll, then we'll do Psalm 111 on page 482. The Lord is King, and hath put on glorious apparel. The Lord hath put on his apparel, and girded himself with strength.
1: He hath made the round world so sure that it cannot be moved.
0: Ever since the world began, hath thy seed been prepared. Thou art from everlasting.
1: The floods are risen, O Lord. The floods have lift up their voice. The floods lift up their waves.
0: The waves of the sea are mighty and rage horribly. But yet the Lord who dwelleth on high is mightier.
1: Thy testimonies, O Lord, are very sure. HOLINESS BECOMETH THINE HOUSE FOREVER.
0: Psalm 111, on page 482. I will give thanks unto the Lord with my whole heart, secretly among the faithful, and in the congregation.
1: The works of the Lord are great, sought out of all them that have pleasure therein.
0: His work is worthy to be praised, and had in honor, and his righteousness endureth forever.
1: The merciful and gracious Lord hath so done his marvelous works, that they ought to be had in remembrance.
0: He hath given meat unto them that fear him. He shall ever be mindful of his covenant.
1: He hath showed his people the power of his works, that he may give them the heritage of the heathen.
0: Works of his hands are verity and judgment. All his commandments are true.
1: They stand fast for ever and ever, and are done in truth and equity.
0: He sent redemption unto his people. He hath commanded his covenant for ever. Holy and reverend is his name.
1: The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. A good understanding have all they that do thereafter. His praise endureth for ever.
0: Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost
1: as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 43rd verse of the book of Isaiah. But now, thus says the Lord, who created you, O Jacob, and he who formed you, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed you, I have called you by your name, you are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you, and through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, nor shall the flame scorch you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I gave Egypt for your ransom, Ethiopia and Seba in your place. Since you were precious in my sight, you have been honored, and I have loved you. Therefore I will give men for you, and people for your life. Fear not, for I am with you. I will bring your descendants from the east, and gather you from the west. I will say to the north, give them up, and to the south, do not keep them back. Bring my sons from afar and my daughters from the ends of the earth. Everyone who is called by my name, whom I have created for my glory, I have formed him. Yes, I have made him. Here endeth the first lesson.
0: My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath opened his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the third chapter
1: of the first epistle of Peter. which is very precious in the sight of god for in this manner in former times the holy women who trusted in god also adorned themselves being submissive to their own husbands as sarah obeyed abraham calling him lord whose daughters you are if you do good and are not afraid with any terror husband husbands likewise dwell with them with understanding giving honor to the wife as to the weaker vessel and as being heirs together of the grace of life, that your prayers may not be hindered. Finally, all of you be of one mind, having compassion for one another, love as brothers, be tender-hearted, be courteous, not returning evil for evil or reviling for reviling, but on the contrary, blessing, knowing that you were called to this, that you may inherit a blessing. For he who would love life and see good days let him refrain his tongue from evil, and his lips from speaking deceit. Let him turn away from evil and do good. Let him seek peace and pursue it. For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are open to their prayers. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. Here endeth the second lesson.
0: Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word.
1: And make thy chosen people joyful.
0: O Lord, save thy people.
1: And bless thine inheritance.
0: Give peace in our time, O Lord.
1: For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety.
0: O God, make clean our hearts within us.
1: And take not thy Holy Spirit from us.
0: Almighty Father, who hast given thine only Son to die for our sins, and to rise again for our justification, Grant us so to put away the leaven of malice and wickedness, that we may always serve thee in pureness of living and truth, through the merits of the same thy Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and that also that by Thee we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness we beseech thee, O Lord, and by Thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of Thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening. Good Saturday evening. Um, the last uh, day in the First Sunday after um, of Easter, we um, we see in our Psalms and, and Old Testament we continuously see in this week, especially we see that we can rely on God. God is trustworthy. He is powerful, and that He is um, He's got a plan for us. In Isaiah, in the first verse we read, "Fear not, for I have redeemed you." And later in the fifth verse, "Fear not, for I am with you." And I think it's important to remember this, that in the Psalms and when we're reading the Old Testament, especially because as we go to our New Testament, what we're looking we're looking at is we're being told how to live our lives. And um, most of the time when we're being told how to live our lives, it takes a little bit of courage. And at least the courage to say no to some, some tempting things of the earth. But also courage to stand up in the face of, say, criticism or, or even tribulation. And remembering what we just prayed in our colic was to grant us to put away the leaven of malice and wickedness, that we may always serve Thee in pureness of living and in truth. So our lives, the way we live our lives, is also as much of the gospel as what we say. So in chapter 2, which is obviously before 3, tonight's chapter, Peter taught that living successfully as a Christian in this hostile world would require um, relating people in two places in chapter 2. One was civil society. And the other was the workplace, and at the start of this chapter he's he's adding two more places in the family and then in the local church so we see when we when we're told to um we're going to read the word submit here, and when we're told to submit and peter's told us to submit to the government submit to the um to the um to your work submit to your masters, and submit I think there's always been a um Understanding that there's a line that we could cross, and we don't want to cross the line where we dishonor God. There's a point where if somebody could ask you to do something that is against God's law, and at that point we might have to become rebels. But in the meantime, everybody's being asked to submit. Every, you know, uh, doesn't matter if you're a husband, a wife, a, a son, a daughter, a slave. You're asked to submit and honor God in all that you do. And, of course, I love the first verse, wives, likewise, be submissive to your husbands. And I'd like to end right there, but I can't because that's not all there is to it. And so let's talk a little bit about what that means. Uh, When they observe your chaste conduct accompanied by fear and uh, chastity and fear, in, in a lot of the other translations, the fear is translated as reverence. So when they see how you live and you honor God and you respect and live in reverence, that's what's going to say more than any words that you have. And uh, and also, if your husband is, if you're a wife and your husband is unsaved, um, it, the promise here is that if we live this way as women, uh, women of uh, wives, that that's what's going to bring them to Jesus. There's no amount of words that are going to do it. It's going to be the way we live. So being submissive. It's just the witness that we have to do. If we look at Ephesians or um, Colossians or Titus or even First Corinthians about marriage, we'll find that this wives being submissive thing is not so much a one-way street, but it becomes a circle and a dance because husbands are told that um, they are supposed to respect and honor their wives. And women are are not inferior to men in any way as Christians. any more than christians are um inferior to pagan rulers they're they're not inferior even though they submit to their husbands in in this case but they've been given a role which puts them in submission to the headship of their husband and and that's an important thing um so obedience is is very very important i just want to say this culture too viewed women as lower than men as you remember that uh, the women didn't have a lot to say about their marriage. They were given in uh, in marriage by their fathers, uncles, and what we've read in the Old Testament. But when we do um, make that marriage vow, we've made a commitment before God, so um, it's still something that has to be honored. So three things Peter did not urge the Christian wife to do. One was to she didn't urge her to leave her husband. He didn't he didn't urge her to preach to her husband, and he didn't um, ask her to demand her rights from her hun- husband. But in Loving Gracious Submission, she shows um, how Jesus lived, and that's her evangelist, evangelistic tool. And he then goes on to talk about adornment and not adorning yourself, not trying to look great. And I remember I kind of chuckled when I read this. I always told my sons, when you think you've found a woman of your dreams, close your eyes. And if she's still beautiful, that might be the girl for you. So I've also told some women, I don't know if they always get it, but I say, you want to look really beautiful to a blind man because he's going to see the things that really count. And so that's an important thought here. So the husbands, the circle comes around, and their job is to treat their, their wives. And if your wife's a believing wife, you have to remember that Jesus is our elder brother. That makes her Jesus' sister, and she's a princess of the king. So we have to remember to treat our wives like princesses of the king. And then an unbelieving wife, our um, our, our submission, in other words, our submission is to take care of them and watch over them, protect them, and do what, what men do in this relationship. And our actions as men is what brings an unbelieving wife to faith. And also Peter mentioned that this relationship, um, uh, he calls it heirs together of the grace of life. And that's not so much salvation, but marriage is the highest relationship earth has to offer. So, the things a husband has to do he has to conv- cultivate companionship and fellowship with his wife christian or not and he has to um look after her and so if not what peter says is prayers will be hindered and of course that's the prayer he has for the salvation of his wife so i said a lot about husbands and wives and so you might not be a husband or a wife or um that might not really relate to you but all those All those concepts and precepts apply to any relationship. So it's really important for us to treat people with respect. Um, Remember Jesus washing feet, taking care of people, healing the sick. And he was uh, looking out for other people and taking care of their needs while he was on his mission, which he never lost sight of. And so that's what we prayed in our um, collect again, is that we live like that. And so that's our prayer as we move on um, into... The prayer for all conditions of men. men. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men that thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially we pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth, and hold the faith in unity of spirit, in the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are in any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate, especially those for whom we make our prayers at this time. and by walking before Thee in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with Thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you, Rochelle. That was an excellent job reading, and thank you, everybody, for joining us tonight. Thank you, Deacon Bob. Thank, Thank you. you. Have a wonderful Have a good, night, everybody. Good evening, everybody. Yes. Have a great Saturday night. Thank you.
1: Bye.